songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this is Ari Bukitas. And this is a little special episode. I don't know when we'll air it, if we'll air it this week, or maybe we'll just air it when we need to. If you're listening to this, we're all dead. These are the instructions for finding our killers. <laughs> uh, usually Amanda's here, um, but uh, this is my husband Ari, and we are going to talk about the camping trip we just went on. Yeah. We just got back today, and we've got some thoughts. And we wanted to share them with you. So I hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. Yeah. For us, we had been in captivity, sorry, quarantine for 110 days. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know what's going on, but there is a virus out there. And uh, Oh my gosh, decided... you guys didn't know? You no, guys didn't hear? I feel we are always on the cutting edge. That's true. Of things that are cool. So you guys who live in the flyover states, here in LA and New York, we are on the cutting edge of everything. I don't know if you know, but we have the highest rates of coronavirus here. And no in big New deal. York City, no big deal. We're number one. Um, yeah. So I think actually it had been 115 days. Um, that when by the time we left, so this was our first time like getting out and about. Yeah, we have a calendar on the wall, um, and every day that goes by, Betsy crosses the day out and she writes in, and only j- just so, you know, it's like for to commemorate the fact that we're all in quarantine. But just, they know, they know what they know. Quarantine? They know. They know that I write that. Yeah. Oh, they know. I thought you said they know about quarantine. I was gonna say because they're not all as cool as we are. <laughs> um, but it reminds me more than anything else of like prisoners like scratching the days on the wall. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's exactly that's what right. it is. That's okay. what I'm doing. <laughs> so I can look back um, when we crawl through that sewage pipe and we yeah. end out, you know, in that and muddy Z-Watson field, uh, and uh, we end up in that muddy field, and there's rain coming down on us. We can say. Hey, I know exactly how much time. Betsy Stova crawled through a river of shit and came out six years later. <laughs> oh, no. Hope not. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, just in the future when we're like, ah, I want to remember the good old days, and we page through the free calendar that our congressman gave us mm. with all the crossed out days. <laughs> I was thinking about something in the bathroom. I don't know if it's funny or not, but I was thinking... Uh, <laughs> uh, camping from the makers of Homeless <laughs> and Shantytown. Ah, from the people that brought you starved to death in the desert, it's camping. <laughs> Do you like dust everywhere in everything? From the makers of Snakes. What about music that you didn't choose but a stranger did? Camping may not be for everybody. Make sure to consult with your physician to find out if camping is right for you. Do not bring your children camping. <laughs> oh, our, oh, our washing machine just sang a song to us. Thanks, washing machine. Washing is done. <laughs> washing is done. You put me on pause. <laughs> oh, on pause. A little pitchy. Ryan, uh, I want you to auto-tune me. <laughs> well, let's get right to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, let's do it. So this was our, thir- our first time going uh, for a three-day camping yes. trip. And I had done a lot of preparing because I was obsessed. Because and also I needed- because you're you. Well, yes. And I needed to live our prison. Yes. Um, and as far as like COVID and all that goes, it was great. We brought our own toilet and we brought our own tiny little privacy tent. So we didn't really have to come in contact with anyone. And yep. that part was easy peasy. Other than the um, 
that uh, that weird little May December maskless couple that mm. ran the uh, campground. Yeah, the host of the campground was this like I would say like a good looking guy in his early thirties. Hey, before we get into it, by the way, um, if this is your first episode, first of all, it's a weird one to come in on. But uh, Betsy and I have three kids. <laughs> They're all boys. Four, eight, and nine, and Amanda has two. has three kids as well, and she's usually here. Um, but for whatever fucking reason, we we are playing this episode this week. But normally, she is the other person besides me. Yes, yes. Anyway, so this couple. So there was this couple. You know, a lot of campgrounds have a host, uh, and their job is to like come by and just make sure that everyone's, uh, you know, following. Isn't it their like roles. they get to live there for free on the campsite? And I mean, like live as a caretaker? strong, but you know, yeah, yeah, they're like the caretaker. I can't imagine they live there full time. I'm sure it's like a revolving door of different right. people. And then, then if like they just, if someone's gonna like modernize the campground, maybe it's their job to like put on masks and look like ghosts and like scare the owners of the, the right. thing so they like yeah. Yeah. So they don't buy it and modernize it. Right. We don't want those those uh, meddling Crazy kids. Teens, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in and messing up our campground. Um, no. So anyway, so there was this like good looking guy, I would say like in his young thirties. Um, and then he had, and they, and then he had, I believe it was his lady, but gotta she, say his lady. They had that vibe, but she looked like 50. Yeah. Uh, and it was a, she was a white lady with dreadlocks, which I've spoken upon, uh, here, uh, on you know the show is? before. Bakersfield is cougar country. Bakersfield is That's cougar? like about where we were. So in this part of LA, there's a lot of mountain lions out where we were. You it's were all Ridiculous. Cougars. Ridiculous. Love is out there for everyone. No, I know, but I want to point something out, which is mm-hmm. that well, I watched you, I watched your eyes as it took you a few seconds to get the joke, mm-hmm. and then the disappointment that settled into the when you actually <laughs> found out what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, he's talking about <laughs> their age difference. I don't um, have a problem with it. Girl, get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. They also didn't wear masks and didn't seem to... Th- when I At one point when I was like, hey, uh, the the... Okay, so it's bear country also, so they have to have these big, like, bear-proof trash cans, for those of you that are, like, city kids like I was that doesn't know this stuff. So when you don't, <laughs> when you don't clean them and they overflow, then they are no longer bear-proof. So now, it, no, it's not a, just a, it, it's now a, a bear... Attractant. Attractor. Yes, yes, it's like, it's like the, the opposite of that thing. Yeah, except there's no, like, big box with a stick that you're going to move the stick and a box exactly. is going to come down but on it's, a bear. It's, it's like bear fume. Be, it's just, just like, going to be a bear... Next to our campsite. Yes. Yeah. And so, which which lurks in the background of this whole experience, right? Because it is, of course, bear country. Yes. Which I'm sure we'll talk more about. But I, I asked this guy, I was like, hey, the trash cans are overflowing. Can you come in and change them? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'll come, I'll come take some of that out. <laughs> like, all right. I mean, or. Take all the trash. Take the whole trash out. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, Just so camping it- all day, hanging out, banging your elderly girlfriend. I know that's not fair. (laughs) I celebrate it because if it was the other way around, and if she was, we wouldn't even comment on it. No, if she was twenty years younger, Uh, we would consider it gross. Yeah, society wouldn't comment on it, but we'd be making a lot of jokes about it. So I'm still making hot young lady in her thirties, older man, a white white man with with dreadlocks. dreadlocks. Um, let's just get right to it, Ari. Oh yeah, okay. So we had three nights of camping there. The first night. I had a terrible night sleeping, 
we decided to put the tent. I No, I'm sorry. You put it somewhere good, and then I decided to move it, and I apologize. I was wrong. Oh, my God. This is being recorded. Do you realize this is being recorded? I've got a new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but even before that, can we talk about just, like, the the noon departure plan? Okay. And everything? Oh, Jesus. Uh, so it was another one of those, like, you planned it impeccably. Mm-hmm. We had everything as planned as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. We had this idea that we were going to get out by noon, which I knew wasn't going to happen. But we got, mm-hmm. we, um, we ended up racing the sun again. We got out at five. but We left five hours late. But we were efficient. That was as early as we could have gotten out, unless we'd done something weird, like got up early or went to bed on time. So anyway, so uh, so we so we're going camping, and we get there first night. So first night, I can't fucking sleep because we are on an incline, and so the kids and I are all laying like there's four of us across, and then Ari's sleeping. So like we're all let's say uh, vertical, and Ari is across where our feet are uh, horizontal. Yes. And so, um, and so the way it works, so I was the last one in. So the kids went to sleep earlier. And again, this marvelous thing where it's the kids are like, can we go to bed? And we're like, but well, then it's like 11. Well, yeah. For whatever reason, when we go camping, everyone goes to bed at like so late. Oh, yeah. And so, so anyways, we, we get to the, to the campsite, right? And, and of course, my association with camping is normally woods. But this is California, right? So this is scrub prairie. It's like we're in the middle of a Western. It is exactly. It's like. It's scrub prairie in a in an area that also I think has had uh, forest fires recently. So everything is like gone dry and gone, and so we get there. Yeah, and maybe it used to be forest, but now it's just a sandy mountain. Yeah, because there was a while where like fires were the worst thing going on. So uh, <laughs> so we're there, and but then it turns out there's this amazing little copse of trees. So we had, like, this sandy open place where we are supposed to put the tent. And then this, like, amazing little, like, hidden elfin sylvan glade where we actually get to set up the tent. Um, and when we say it's an incline, it's a slight incline. Oh, very slight. Very slight. 15 like, degrees yeah. tops. Yeah. So that's why we didn't even think. I put the, I moved the tent there because the other place looked lumpy and this looked, like, flat. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we'll just put our heads at the top of the incline. It'll be fine. And, yes, it was your idea, but it's not like we had a fight over this. You're like, let's move it up here. And I was like, all right. So here's the thing. Everything that is part of bedding in camping is very slippery. Real slick. Okay. So there's the there's the bottom of the tent, which is like a tarp. And that's a little slippery. Yeah. And then you got uh, a little mat, which um, it isn't not slippery. It's like a Gore-Tex, like, it's like not frictionless, but it's... It's like a neoprene yes. kind of feel. Either way, it is not not slippery. And, um, and then on top of it are the most slippery sleeping bags you could ever buy in the world. And so the children and I all night were, it was as if it, we were just... Um, I felt like I I was on the side of a mountain just slowly being pulled down. And every now and then I would be like, huh. And then I would like try to pull myself up the, this, this, you know, Mount Everest of this tiny, tiny incline. But I would have to like pull my whole like sleeping mat and my, uh, and my uh, sleeping bag. And then there's like children and they are all fucking 
okay you know when have you ever seen like a video of um of, of like a flood or like a um um uh what is it what, like a mudslide uh-huh. the way that the it, everything it just sort of like takes things yes. as it go and it and then it's just like this it carries like trees and like a car yes yeah. and all of a sudden they're all in one big clump it was like that so everyone is just like sliding down like if you put it in like fast motion like time lapse photography right. it would be very quick but just slowly sliding down to essentially where Ari is right so normally they just slide into the bottom of the tent but so I'm the last one to go to bed so I go in and I'm supposed to be the horizontal point to think of four vertical matchsticks mm-hmm. but as I've got as I go in what I see is already like this has started to happen and so Ajax is already off the thing is it's a six it's a supposedly a six person tent five of us fit in there but I don't know like, where the sixth person would go outside <laughs> on the roof a, at home doesn't come with us you the listener are the sixth person Maybe Jesus the- is the sixth person <laughs> He's, in the car, because sometime that night I was like, I think I'm gonna. Go I sleep almost in went the to car. sleep in the car too. Yeah. So, uh, so I come in into the middle of the. But so again, everyone fits, but barely. Yeah. It is Tetris. It is Jenga. It which, is a sardine. Which is can. also crazy to think of because three of them are small children. Yes. <laughs> so I get in there and Ajax is already sliding down. I see he's not on his mat at all. So I'm like, oh Christ! And he has somehow managed to slide under my sleeping bag uh under my mat so i would be at an angle so i'm like oh what the hell so i have to sort of push him up but again it's like zip slide because you get but i don't want to wake him up and everyone's asleep so finally i find a way to go to sleep and then what happens i'm gonna say more than three less than six times is Ajax slides down and the way he's positioned, his butt slides right to my head and then like a baritone saxophone just farts. And then, and I wake up like, ah! And then he kind of scuttles up. This happens so many times. You told me it happened how many times? Three? uh, It happened between three, uh, three or four times. That he slid down. Down off of his So his butt was on my head like a hat. (laughs) Farted loud enough to wake me up. <laughs> uh, the thing I kept picturing is dropping an accordion down the stairs. The way it would just compress and be like, honk, honk. Because that's like what happened like every time you would slide down. Yeah, I don't want to call anyone out here, but um, one of our children farts a lot in their sleep. Yes. God bless um, him. God bless him. What's happening? He dreams of beans. I think he might have to see someone. I don't know. I don't know. I do after I that first like, night. Why Why is there so much farting in your sleep? Um, yeah, and that first night ended up being uh, the worst night of sleep for the next two nights. And then night three, which we'll get right. to. Right. So, so that first night, I didn't sleep. I remember I kept like, I have this thing on my phone where it... Um, I forget what it's called. It's some app and they like read you stories or they read you like they'll talk through a meditation and you can have it play the sound of waves or crickets or whatever the fuck. And uh, it's a great app. But um, so because I've been like super insomniac lately. Yeah. So I've been playing that. But I would like listen to a whole fucking story and um, and just like hating it because they're not good stories. They're supposed to be boring, boring right. to put you to sleep. So I listen to all these shitty stories, and then wait, they're supposed to be boring. They can't just be like calm. Um, I mean, I think it's a mixture. 
They're certainly not super entertaining. Is it just like ASMR? They just like read. It's no. just like, it almost doesn't matter. But Some guy they, reading a menu. They do do a lot of like pausing, and so I would start to fall asleep, and then they would start talking again, and I would be like, <gasps> like I would wake up a bit. So anyway, I kept I kept waking up, and then, um, well, but to to wake up, you would have to fall asleep. I I was right. not falling asleep. I couldn't sleep, um, and. Every time the thing ended, I would just go and I would put it on a new one. And the last time I remember doing that was at 5 a.m. Yes. So so I was up until 5 a.m. Yes. <laughs> it was not a good night. To, no, night to that sleep. was real bad. And then uh, so part of the premise of this trip was we were going to go find because uh, this campground was on a lake. Right. Or right near a lake. <gasps> That's right. So that was a huge selling point. It was point. a big swimming trip. This it, is the this one was, big thing we had planned. If you want to look it up, it's called Pyramid Lake, and that's where we were at. Yes. And, and it's like a five-minute drive. You go to Pyramid Lake, and there's boating and a beach, and, you know, and we were so excited it's to like go to the, the beach. It's 4th of July. It's 4th of July. And one We thing, thought there must be fireworks. Right. There's a lake. They're going to do fireworks in the middle of the lake. And now- so this turned out to be the first of several challenges slash disappointments because a variety of factors combined to make this not happening. Um, one is that uh, there is a pandemic, so the lake is closed. Also, there was some kind of algae bloom, so yeah. the lake was closed. No, that's why the lake was closed. There was some sort of algae situation. Oh, okay. And, then and there, there was, was no, no fireworks, boating. no boating. Because there were no there were no boats that you could rent because of COVID. Right. And then, because that's one of the main ways you get COVID is through a boat, through which a boat. I get. Uh, I understand it. Yeah. I do. I mean, I'm joking. I get it. Um, but then, because it's so dry, and because it was ravaged, like yes, taken off the map essentially by uh, fires like, like a year ago. Red Dead Redemption, like Martian, like dead country yeah so it's there's mars over there we went on snipe hunt after snipe hunt trying to find some water to play in and uh oh and there are no fireworks of course right there are no fireworks covid and it's tinder country so you can't that's have fireworks the main out there thing anyway. you can't you can't light <coughs> you can't light a bunch of fireworks in 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 the middle of um tumbleweed alley i, I went to a town that had burned down Due to a forest fire, and I asked a guy that lived there where the fireworks are. This is how tight my head screwed on. Like, of course there are no fireworks. Right. And so the whole trip was a lot of, and then this this helpful gentleman that lived there, the host. Well, yeah, the, go ahead. the children were a little sad and disappointed that yes. there was um, n- nothing. Right. So there was no lake, but we're like, well, we'll find a creek. That's fine. So we yeah. asked the guy. He's like, we'll go, go on a to- hike. Right. He's like, all right, hey, go to this place. But like, oh, first though, this guy. So I was like, well, where's a good place to go with kids? And this guy goes, um, oh, you know where you should go? Uh, the the Kill Bill Church is nearby here. It's, ah, but you know what? Actually, it's kind of like in the middle of the desert. It's like a fifty minute drive. So I was like, yeah, no. Is there yeah. anything? Also, our for kids, like, they're not. You know, our four year old isn't like super into Quentin Tarantino. Right. And then he thinks for a second. And he goes. Actually, yeah, you know, the bridge from the Lost Boys is nearby. So apparently this guy who lives in this in God's country thinks only in terms of, like, this movie was shot here, this movie was shot here. Mm-hmm. So he would give us, he'd be like, oh, go That's to this That's it. Creek. It's just my mama, my lady, my lady love, yep. my RV, my life. And the Leonard Malton guide. <laughs> <laughs> no masks. No, ma- no masks. Keep going. So uh, he would, so... Every time this guy would tell us where to go, 
it would be slightly different. That's why every time I got back in the car, you're like, where should we go? I'm like, it's not as simple. Hold on. So this man who works possibly on a volunteer slash um, room and board for- Slash squatter bases. Yes. Who may or may not be dating his aunt, did not have- The the, the most smart. Right. Oh, and he kept saying, uh, so this is the way he'd give directions to something. He'd tell me it exists- and he'd say it's nearby, and then he'd go look on Google Maps. Except there was no, no reception. reception. But also, it wasn't even like, go to this town. It'd just be like, so he's like, oh, Piru Creek is great. Look it up on Google Maps. I did. Piru Creek is 76 miles <laughs> long. And we drove and we found it. And the part of Piru Creek we found was just bit, like that cement causeway that's empty like in repo man with like nothing there also i don't want to oversell it but like you know because he's he's a camp host though like he's essentially like a very low rent concierge concierge yeah yeah sorry so we go to this one gorman creek and we google it like he asked us to and so i just find the place where the creek is like closest he's like oh you can just Find where the creek meets the road, and you should like get off there and go. And we went there, and it turns out it was um a sewage, a literal sewage treatment facility. Yes, with a sign that said raw sewage and barbed wire. <laughs> That's where we got told to go to take the kids. Because, but the thing is, there's just nothing. It, there just wasn't anything. There's to just do. nothing there. And like, there was like a condor reserve, but. It, it now it's like closed to the public, probably because people went in and were like dickheads and like fed plastic to the condors right. and you know, yeah, they're extinct. They're, well, they're almost extinct because of Californians, right? Uh, I mean, it's actually kind of funny when you think about it like that. They were like, "Here's an endangered animal. We have a special place for them." Okay, guys, this is a special place, so like, don't fuck it up. And everyone's like, "That's cool." We're totally going to kill those condors. Right. And they were like, oh, no, we can't. Okay, we couldn't even trust you to have them, like, out and about. Now we have to keep them in a special place and you still fucked it up? Jeez, guys. All right, so we're just going to designate this whole area as condor country. Just all, just don't set it on fire. Okay. Just don't burn your oh, entire... Okay, okay, shit. You know what? Just everyone just go away. There's nothing to do here. Just leave. Yeah. So... So we didn't do anything. There was nothing fun to do. Oh, but I should say this too. And so, there were no fireworks. And the second day, so you had planned this so well. Well. And the kids for a week had been running around cheering. That I can't wait. Only 16 hours until we're going camping. For real. For real. Like, so excited. Well, because it was like, you know, we were finally getting our, you know, they're handing us back all of our stuff that's in the plastic bag. You're like, oh my gosh, it's my watch. I haven't <laughs> seen this in, in four months. I, I'm, I'm out. I'm getting broken out. My sister's here to pick me up. And, uh, you know, no, like, and we, we got broken out of jail. And uh, wait, I have to say, yes. too, like, I had done so much planning, like, hours and days and weeks of planning and we had everything that we needed but uh and i and i packed everything like meticulously like ari was like you you're not gonna be able to pack all this stuff and i was like i fucking am i'm amazing at packing and i did it and i was so proud of myself but uh one we couldn't find our lanterns anywhere we have like 
two, three lanterns. Who knows where the fuck those went? If you're listening to this and you have our lanterns, please give them back. Yeah, or, or just post them on the Facebook. Or just show us a picture of them with a newspaper or something. Yeah. Um. And but then also like I didn't plan the. I mean, I kind of planned some of the food stuff, uh, or meal stuff. But then, you know, and then. In any anything that was like entertainment or like what we will be doing, I did not plan. I was just like, we'll figure it out. And here's the thing. We didn't. We didn't well, figure it out. There was nothing to figure out. But I should say that second day, so the kids who, all things considered, are being very good sports, except every now and then they'll like demand ice cream and start chanting about it. But that day was also hard because you, I was like, you seemed so just like, at one point you're like, well, this whole thing's a fiasco. Yeah. And it didn't turn out that way. But that was the low point, I think, is that feeling of like, oh, no. Well, because they were like whining, you know, and I get it. They wanted to do stuff and there was nothing to do. And I just felt like, oh, I really failed here. Like, I planned this whole trip, but what I didn't plan was. Like, Every possible what, contingency. I mean, I didn't plan what we would do. I just thought, like, we'll figure it out. Or, like, they'll there will be things to do. I mean, and, and part of it was just, like, you know, I, you know, the, the water was closed because of algae and there were no fireworks because of the forest uh, fire situation. And, but. But the, but the thing is, they ended up having a great time anyway. Mm-hmm. They fought less than they normally do. They were outside the whole time. We were attacked by fewer yellow jackets. That is true, although mm-hmm. not none, mm-hmm. but fewer. Fewer. Um, More gnats. Yes. Oh, I should say, too, The so the, we, I alluded to this earlier, but bear awareness was like a big oh. part of this. Oh, I was just going to say, what are you going to say? Gnats. Oh, my God. Gnats were the official bug of this. Trip. So I am always telling Ari, like, we should lie to the children for entertainment because yes. you can lie to children for entertainment and it's very entertaining. And I'm normally no fun about this. He's no fun. He never wants to lie. It's fun. So even when they ask me about, like, like Rex will ask me point blank, like, is the Easter Bunny real? I will give this legalese answer. So if you go back and look at it, it will not be a lie. Um, but I have been softening a little. Right. So the kids had never encountered gnats before. And I know from growing up in Minnesota, there were lots of gnats. And I and I, I was always told, and it seemed to work, that if you put your arms up, your hands up, uh, they would go to the highest place on your body and they would be attracted to your hands or whatever. So, but then, uh, so they were doing that and it worked. But then Rex kept like whining about the gnats. He was like, this trip's great except for these gnats. Yeah, they got real worked up over them. He got really, he, he was like seeing them everywhere. Like, there's I, a I, cloud of gnats. I guess if you didn't know gnats were a thing and were suddenly confronted with them, I mean, I guess. So at some point, I don't know who lied, but we, we, we were like, did it. you did it. Yeah. I said, um, you know, what gnats are attracted to are high-pitched noises. And so the more you whine, whoever whines the most is going to attract the most gnats. Son of a bitch, if it didn't work. See, lying to kids is fun. It, But it wasn't just fun. It worked so yeah, well. exactly. Here's how you know when it works, when the oldest kid passes down the thing. So Odie started whining, and Rex was like, Odie, stop, you're going to attract more gnats. See, we got to come up with good 
more better lives. All right. You know what? I'm convinced. Good. The truth is out. America's best value meal kit is every plate. Get meals that you'll enjoy and your bank account will love delivered right to your door. You think of it like this. One meal is the same price as one cup of coffee. Dude. Recipes usually come together in about 30 minutes, which is faster than a trip to the grocery store or starting a meal from scratch. And they offer contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking on a budget. I know sometimes with meal kits, they get really pricey and it's easy to think of them more as something like, I can't afford that. But every plate is great because each individual plate of food is very budget friendly. Plus, every plate does the meal planning, the shopping, the prepping for you. So you don't have to do that horrible thing every week where you sit there and you try to figure out, oh gosh, what are we going to eat this week? And what am I going to have to get at the grocery store so that we can have that? And oh man, this night is going to be really busy. So I need something easy for that. Well, Every plate is easy and every plate is very budget friendly. Everything that they sent us was so delicious. Ari, my husband and I, we still talk about those pork chops that they sent us. They were so good. They were literally the best pork chops we've ever had in our lives. So, save yourself some time and hassle. Get three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code WMD. Did you hear that? Where can you even go where you can get a $3 meal for every single person in your family? That's nuts. And here is lovely, delicious, fresh food delivered right to you, pre-portioned. All you got to do is follow the directions. Three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code WMD. By now, you've probably heard me talk about Pros, which is the world's most personalized hair care. I want to share a few updates since we uh, got our custom formulas that Pros sent us. Uh, spoiler alert, it's the real deal. So I started using Pros products um, just a couple months ago, and I have to say my hair feels stronger. Like The volume is much thicker. Um, you know, I'm a mom, so I'm losing my hair all the time and I'm stressed out. Pros seems to help with that. Not only that, but they also gave me this hair mask, which I absolutely loved, and the smell. I love how it smells. And I got a lot of compliments on it from other people back when I used to be around other people. So Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. So they have given, they've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. So I went on and I went through and said, this is my kind of hair. This is what I'm looking for. And this is what matters most to me. Then with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Pros determined a unique blend of ingredients to treat my exact concerns. They also have a review and refine feature, which is awesome because you can tweak your formulas for any reason, like if you have a change of address, hair color, or diet. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They'll take all their products back, no questions asked. So, Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash WMD. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash WMD for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Hi, everybody. This week's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is BetterHelp? Well, I mean, look. Times are a little tough right now, and you may be struggling from depression, anxiety, 
um, grief, you know, like uh, so much is changing. Anger, family conflicts, um, relationships or problems sleeping. All of those things are things that you can get help um, from a licensed professional counselor who specialize in all those different things. And so BetterHelp is a service that is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches with you. So basically what you do is you go online and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They'll connect you in a safe and private online environment, uh, which is super convenient right now since most places it's very difficult to go and see people in person. You don't have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room. You don't have to worry about um, timing. Like, so I know that when I had little, little, little ones, I would do therapy over the phone. And it was so helpful because it's difficult to try to arrange childcare, not to mention expensive. So BetterHelp is a service that's available for clients worldwide and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks for 10% off your first month. So yeah, so second night we went to sleep. I slept great. great. We moved the tent. It was great. Third night third night wow okay so here's how i so here's how i remember it i was i was sleeping <laughs> um I, I i was having a little trouble sleeping but it was going okay um i was in between rex and odie and um and you were asleep and odie i i thought odie smelled like pee and this has always been <clears throat> this has always been sort of a fear like lurking in the background like what if someone pees what will we do um so the last time that we have camped i think how many times did we camp before twice twice the last two times we camped i made everyone wear a pull-up all yeah. right everyone Including who was a child <laughs> and um and that was met with varying degrees of acceptance. Um, the older two found it funny. The oldest, I think, found it not okay. Yeah. Which I get. I get it. I get it. Um, and, uh, but then also the, uh, one of the children, I'll say, at a, a previous camping trip, uh, ended up really embracing it. And, uh, and just peed in it just for fun, because mm-hmm. he could. Yep. Um, just as an experiment. But also now, all three flight of our of fancy. kids... A flight of fancy, if you will. All three of our kids are now at a point where they don't generally wet the bed. No. It's um, been a very... We're sort of through it, and Odie, God bless him, was a prodigy about it. So, yeah, he was. He learned... He, he like, never sat to pee. He, uh, he's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we're all we're all like sleeping. I'm like, oh, I feel like Odie sort of smells like pee. I was like, but you know what? He's fast asleep. He's like drooling on his on his mat. I'm just gonna leave it because if he did pee, hopefully he'll sleep all night and we won't even have to deal with it until the morning. At some point, uh, Rex is next to me and he's like really close to me. And, um, 
he's like slid off his own mat and now he's just sort of on the <clears throat> on the ground of the tent like between my mat and his um and uh and so I kind of snuggle him because I know he, he loves to snuggle. And even though I don't like to be touched when I sleep, I was like, OK, I'll, I'll lean into this because he he loves snuggles. Um, but at some point he wakes me up and he's like, oh, I think I think at some point I felt something wet and meanwhile what has happened to me by this time is that i have kind of gotten up to get something i've reached to try to find whatever it was and i put my hand in what seemed to be a puddle of water and my head went pee can't be condensation must be that doesn't make sense seems localized back to sleep so i'm snuggling rex and something feels wet and i'm like oh no i wonder if rex is wet the bed um and then I was like, but you know what? Again, if he has, uh, what are we going to do, do about do? it? Yeah. What are we going to do about it? So, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not wet. He's asleep. Uh, let it ride. Let it ride. Because we're garbage. Let's sleep and piss. <laughs> so It's 2020. Let's sleep and piss. So I'm like, fingies uh, crossed. Uh, let's all sleep. But no. At some point not too far into the future uh he wakes up and he's very confused and he's very upset and he's like i'm wet i'm wet um and then he's like i need to pee and i was like oh no i remember this okay and so he like he's like angry at me and and so then he like goes out of the tent he like stomps off out into the wilderness yeah. alone in the dark and by the way perfect. and i'm like is he walking in his sleep i don't even know it's peak him to be mad at somebody else for him wetting his bed that's correct right it's like somebody peed in my sleeping bag yeah someone made me pee right um so his bed is all wet it's a warm night. All of the like windows are down in the tent. All the screens are open. And or, not wait. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, yeah, there's like there's like two layers of the tent. There's like a, a, an invisible screen. Yeah, there's a screen, and then there's like yeah, a, there's windows, screen, windows. a cover. Yeah. So the covers are down, and it's just the screens. Oh, um, and I was, the saving grace is it's the third night because the fear is always someone's gonna pee in their sleeping bag on night one, and then. I don't know what. So he goes tromping out into the forest, and he's gone for a while. And um, and I'm a little worried, because, um, again, we're in bear country, and he's just wandering around. Um, I, he might be asleep. I don't know. Um, and, there's, and I'm going through thoughts, too, of, like, do I give him my sleeping bag? Like, um, I'm going through all sorts of thoughts in my mind. So he comes back, and he's like... Um, I need, I need, like, I'm all wet. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I think just try to go back to sleep and, like, we'll figure it out in the morning. And he's like, no. And he gets really mad. And uh, and I'm like, well, look, like, there's, we don't have any, I don't have anything for you to wear. And I don't have other blankets for right. you. I, I don't have another sleeping bag for you. And he's like, I am not going to. And, and I was like, and he was like, clearly, he was loud enough that he was going to wake everyone up. <sighs> um, and I was like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> so, <coughs> so I'm like, in that corner, 
of the tent. That's where everyone's dirty clothes are. Go find some your your dirty clothes from earlier, I guess. Astute observers will note that this is also where the puddle of pee was. Uh-huh. And it's also where, like, wet washcloths were and stuff. Yeah. Again, garbage people. So, um... So he's doing that, and he's, like, mad, and he wants me to, like, illuminate it all. And and then I get it. Again, it's like, oh, that's that's so shitty that, I like, I'm just like, I'm going to bed. But in but fairness to you, like, it wasn't I'm going to bed. It was, like, two in the morning. Yeah. You were woken up in the middle of a tent. You weren't, like, good night, deal with it. You're like, what are you going to do? Right. Okay, go sleep in the other tent. Well, and also it was just like, okay, well, like, get some clothes like I don't need to be an audience for this right like you're nine I don't know like just get some fucking clothes like you're standing in front of a a pouch full of headlamps like make it happen <laughs> right? buddy um but he you know he needed my he needed me to hold his hand through the whole process okay so so he, then he like and then so at this point I look over and Ajax has has slid down off of his mat and and again like like a like a fucking landslide like a yeah. mudslide has slid off of his thing down and then has made a complete like 90 degree turn somehow and has slid next to you right and um and so i say rex just go lay on ajax's mat okay he's not there it's dry um and uh, and he's like, I don't have a blanket. And I'm like, well, can you just it's warm now? Uh, at some point, I say I say uh, it's, it's pretty warm in here. If you're too cold, let me know. We don't have any blankets, but daddy could probably get some <laughs> like dirty towels from the car. So so he he kind of lays there for a while. I kind of drift back to sleep. And then at some point he wakes me up and I wake you up. Also, this whole time I have had to pee. And I am trying to um, fall back asleep as quickly as possible every single time I get woken up. Because if I wake up too much, I will be very aware that I have to pee and I won't be able to go back to sleep. But I don't want to put on shoes and go all the way out and have to pee in the outhouse in the dark. And so I'm just, I'm trying to like get back to sleep so I can just fall back to sleep. So, so you go to get towels, all right? And then, right? And then at some point, he, so he goes back to sleep, right? Yes. And now you've entered the story. Well, I'll, I'll, I actually entered a little earlier. I'll sort of rush him on this from my side too. So I come in <clears throat> to the tent and Ajax has already slid down, but in such a way that he's not on his thing at all. Mm-mm. He's merely half under mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and my thing is folded over. So I'm like, what the? So I f- finally I'm like, Your okay. mat was folded over? My mat was folded over as if what I thought happened is that you made everyone's bed except mine. That's correct. All my stuff was piled in That's the correct. Okay, so that is what happened. Yeah, because so yours mat- was in front of the door. So I... I- and you're a grown man. So I yes. think, yeah. I'm not complaining about this. But my point is, I had trouble figuring out where to sleep. Oh. So, but I see Ajax is so far over that he's left his mat. So I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go sleep on his mat. Yeah. I start climbing over him enough to wake him up just enough that he like stretches out and takes over both mats. So I'm like, all right. So I slide down now. So I'm only, my torso's on a mat. The rest of myself is just sticking off on that thing. On what? What's the rest just of your the butt? the ground. The wet peed on ground. And I, uh... And now, but at this point, I still have a sleeping bag, right? Now, at some point, so for, oh, but also, I usually do not have trouble falling asleep. Mm-hmm. But I do this time. I'm very conscious, like I can't get to sleep. And so, 
I always make Ari get up and do stuff at night because you're able to do stuff and then go right back, back to, to sleep. sleep. Right. Whereas if I get up and do stuff, then I'm like, I'm awake. Right. So, uh, um, I gotta pee. I gotta do chores. I gotta worry. Gotta dance. Yeah. Um, so I am not the type to do this at all. I, for the first time in my life, I'm lying down and I, there is somebody outside the tent. It sounds like there is a person walking outside the tent. Now, you know me, right? Do I ever freak out about this kind of thing? Do I ever hear noises that go bum the night that aren't there? No. no not me at all, right? Oh, so, P.S. though. I was also like, where's the bear spray? Oh, shit. The bear spray is not in the tent. Right, because we're very bear aware, right? Yeah. So there's something. <laughs> Just bear aware enough to have bear spray. Yes. Not bear aware enough to have it at all times. Barely bear aware. Yeah. So <laughs> barely bear aware. Uh, that's the name of this that's episode. The name of the <laughs> we, we named it. Um, so it's a very weird feeling for me to be afraid of like an intruder outside because I've never experienced this before. So my mind starts going through it and I'm going, well, it's, it's too big to be like a raccoon or something. So I, I guess it's a bear, but it's not a bear because it's right near the tent. And if it were a bear, we would have heard it coming. And I'm lying there and I'm like, what the fuck? It, it's definitely a person. It wasn't. It was the tent, the, the outhouse tent flapping in a certain rhythmic way that sounded like someone stepping, flapping, stepping. It's like, Jesus, right? So, so there's that. And I finally find out what that is. And I'm like, all right. So then for the rest of the night, here's what happens to me. Someone yells and I wake up and I get yelled at. Right? I get yelled at so many times, woken up from a sleep to not get scolded, but to like from you. And I, I'm not for direct me. quote, not direct quote, but you were like, get the, give me your fucking sleeping bag. Get out of the tent. So I, who am not sleeping in pajamas, I'm just sleeping in my underwear. That's right. I, I give him what I think is nice, get my sleeping bag, but I'm not going fast enough. And I, I'm getting yelled at for not moving fast enough to give my sleeping bag, but I just fucking woke up. And of course, for me, this has all been going on for right. a prolonged amount of time. And I'm, I, and I'm like, Ari needs to be a part of this. Right. I shouldn't have to bear this alone. But so noted how like I go back to sleep fast, right? So this is imagine like falling asleep in a movie theater, but every time you open your eyes, it's a different movie, and none of them are good. Also, I think at some point Ajax farted super loud. Yes, there was a point where. Actually, no, this was the second night. It was the second night where everything's going great. And then just a boat or just like, and Bess and I both look up and I go, there it is. And we just laughed ourselves back to sleep. But then at one point you're like, yeah, so you're like, go to the car, go to the car, get a blanket. I am in my fucking underwear. Wait, at some point though, did he, did he fart so much? I remember that he farted so loud that it woke me up and I screamed. <laughs> It may have, I don't know. There was so much yelling. And like, I remember like Rex being mad. I didn't know why. Oh, Rex was so mad. Yeah. I wasn't the, even sure if Rex was like awake or present or if he was like half asleep. But so also in my position, like given our relationship and everything, right? When, when you wake me up to yell at me, here's what I know. I've apparently done something wrong. <laughs> and I've just, I can't figure out what I've even done. Never mind what I've done right or wrong. As far as I fucking know, I've been sleeping until right now. But no, I've done something oh, that needs redressing. You know what it is? What is it? I just remembered. So you you do this sometimes. I'll be like, Ari, I need you to do blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay. 
and then you fall right back asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. The annoying thing I do is sleep. <laughs> well, no, but you're like, okay, I got it. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like, beat, beat. Yeah. Ari, are you going to go do that? And you're like, yes. Right, but I don't hear I don't hear the first part. I just watched the sequel. Right. But so it's like fucking uh, 31st dates or whatever for yeah. you. But in the meantime, I'm like, I'm talking someone who keeps telling me that he's gonna do things and then gets mad when I ask him again and then keeps falling asleep and not doing the thing to put it in Adam Sandler terms for me it's 51st Dates for you it's that part of Punch Drunk Love where Adam Sandler is just beating the shit out of you Canadian gangsters um I don't remember a lot of specifics about that movie it's really good it was good yeah um but anyway so at some so point so I'm sorry I, for yelling at you that's okay that's alright I'm sorry for yelling at you is the catchphrase of this weekend so, yeah, I remember at some point, then Rex was like, I don't want, I, I, these towels aren't warm enough, I'm uncomfortable, and I was like, okay, well then, we have to go get, was this was this before or after Ajax woke up? I don't know, I went to the car twice. Okay, so, so then this was, I think then Ajax woke up. Right. And Ajax, so we were all trying to fall back asleep, and this is all just like, you know, like you sleep for five minutes and then someone wakes you up. Right. Odie slept through the whole thing. All of this. Right. Odie, the next morning, was asleep, drooling on his pillow, slept so hard, I had to put my hand on his back to make sure he was breathing. Yeah. Because he had slept through everything and had never even moved. Yeah. It's he crazy. He was in the same position all night long, just drooling on his mat pillow. Okay. So, at some point now, Ajax wakes up next to you. Yes. And says... I peed. Right. Right. Oh, I don't even know if you were there. I think you were at the car. Okay, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I see, and I'm like, oh my God, what? Ajax peed too? Come on. So Ajax is, so Ajax is up. He's like, I'm, uh, I wet the bed. I'm like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't have anything for you to wear. Um, and he's like, and I'm like, just, <clears throat> there's clothes in the corner. Just get some clothes, put them, put on your old dirty clothes They're in the corner. And, um. Oh, right. Because I remember getting woken up and being like, give him the stretch pants. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he thinks what I'm saying is take off all your clothes and oh, put right. them in the corner. So he strips totally naked. I remember being awake for this, I think. So he takes off all his clothes. I think including his socks. He's just standing there naked. And I'm, again, I'm so confused. I'm trying not to wake up. I have to pee. I'm trying to go back to sleep. I cannot fucking believe this is happening. Um, and uh, and so he, and he's like, again, he's so, he's confused. He's like, what? And I'm trying to tell him. And and yeah, and I'm trying to, that's that's when I yelled at you. I'm like, Ari, I'll bump find some clothes. Uh, and like, I woke up to find that I'd failed a task twice. <laughs> like, like imagine just waking, my stretch pants. Yeah, imagine waking up essentially to, for the last goddamn time. <laughs> but yes, just give him my stretch pants. So imagine I'm woken up. Ajax is towering over me naked. Naked. And I and here's what I think I hear. Give the naked kid my, your wife's, stretch pants. Now I think to this, I think that is what you said, but that doesn't make sense. And that's the kind of thing that when you hear it, and so I go, literally, I'm like, 
I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to get yelled at. Because I was like, there's no way to get this right. Give him my stretch pants. And look at how this is going to look from her point of view. Idiot husband giving him my pants. And this is the third night. So it's been days of me telling everyone where everything is at every given moment. Mama, where is this? Where is that? Like, everyone is asking me where every single thing is, and I'm so over it. I'm so over, like, being responsible for all the planning and then also having to, you know, speak to the fact that these people want entertained as well. And, you know, it's... Oh, so another part of the whole thing is that one of the things that we found was funny. So uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but a couple... The July 4th episode... Betsy and Amanda and I did a bit about Frigo, the uh, the evil string cheese man. So, oh, yeah, because the Frigo string cheese, or it's like cheese head or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a Frigo cheese head. He lives in the forest. They eat the children. So anyway, so uh, so we were on the campfire, and they were saying, tell us ghost stories, tell us ghost stories, tell us scary stories, right? So I don't know scary stories. So I just improvised this thing about Frigo that is such a hit with them mm-hmm. that I have to tell Frigo stories all weekend. My voice is still shredded because doing that voice, you're talking like this for a long time. And it still feels like, oh, but the whole, and it was like, make this up. And then it was like uh, on demand. Then oh, they yeah. do requests. Oh, yeah. Tell us a story about Captain Crunch's adventures. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to, if, if it worked, I'd have to repeat it to you. Uh, tell mom the story. Tell mom the story. Tell mom the story. They were obsessed with Frigo all week. I mean, it was great. It was like, like I said, it was like peak dad. Because it was like kids being like, tell us the story again, papa. Yeah. Uh, but- it's it's this trip's total darkness in a cave. Yeah, total darkness in a cave. Uh, yeah, I think that we came up the last. That, yeah. yeah, I can't, talked about it on the show. Every camping trip is a catchphrase. <laughs> <clears throat> so where we left, last left our heroes. Oh, my God. Um... Ajax is butt naked. I'm yelling at you to get stretch pants, which you think I'm wearing, um, yes. but I know are dirty and and in the corner. Um, uh, because I also know that at some point I took some of the dirty laundry and put it into the car and like packed it away. Right. Like it's on top of the car in like a cargo thing. Right. Like I can't even get it if I wanted to. It's just too confusing. So the last time we went camping. Well, the first time we came in, it took two cars to bring all our stuff. And the second time, we got it down to the minivan. And this time, it's just to the Prius. But everything was stuffed in there. like. Uh, yeah, I want to take a moment just to gloat. Yes. I took five people camping in a Prius. Thank you. With a giant bear-proof cooler and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For three nights. I'm really good at packing stuff. Yeah. No one got lost in the woods. Yeah. No one got injured. No one got killed by Frigo. But mostly I'm good at packing stuff. Yes. So how does this night end? So at some point he gets clothes on. He, he puts on like his dirty clothes that he wore that day. Hilariously enough, he put on the pants that he had been wearing, but he put them on inside out. So like the really filthy, oh my God. like dusty part to was maximize, against. Just to yes. maximize the filth and garbage of it all. So then he goes back to go to his bed and he's like, Rex, get out of my bed. And then Rex, like, erupts. And he's like, this, Oh, that's like, right. I'm supposed to be here. Mama told me to be here. And he, like, freaks Shrieking. out. Freaking. And then and again, Ajax freaks out. And this is, again, so you have been awake for this, but this is, once again, me awakening <laughs> from a dead sleep to Rex being like, 
get out of your bed. And I think that made me mad then, too, because it's like, why am I having to deal with all this bullshit? Why haven't you been a part right. of this this whole time? Like, so it was just like this bubbling. So then I wake cauldron. up. So why aren't you suffering enough? <laughs> Meanwhile, is this after I've given my sleeping bag away? Yes. And I'm freezing my ass off. I think so. So I have so to go back to the car. Yeah. Go back to the car. Yeah. So I'm like, so Rex is like, I wanted to, I'm too cold. So I was like, the only thing we have left are the emergency blankets and they're uncomfortable and they're loud. And he's like, I want one. I was like, okay, Ari, can you go get the emergency blankets? So, uh, I mean. It may not have been Ari, can you go get the emergency blankets? But it was something like that. Oh. <laughs> it was more like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why aren't the blankets here? <laughs> I incepted them. <laughs> um, I probably was like that because I had been talking to him about the blankets and so the emergency blankets. And I was probably just assumed that you were like in on this conversation. wild to find out that everything that I thought I heard that made no sense was word for word correct exactly what I heard. So you go and get emergency blankets. Rex gets back, I think, into his pee bed. And emergency blankets are two-dimensional tinfoil. Yeah. Yes. Very crinkly, beautiful, weird-looking kind of work. When I was a kid, we called them space blankets. So, yeah. What's... I mean, for anyone who hasn't used them, they're noisy. Like, what is what is it like? It's like... It is a little like sleeping under comfortable tinfoil. Yeah, and it makes a lot of noise, kind of like a, a plasticky tinfoil. Right. Yeah, it's like a plasticky tinfoil. Oh, yeah. It makes the sounds of like an old person opening hundreds of candy wrappers in a quiet play. Yeah. But... Oh, la, 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 la. la. <laughs> Laundry's done. <laughs> or laundry was just like, I'm done waiting. <laughs> I need a drink. I've been on pause. Fuck you all. <laughs> Going to bed. Okay, so so yeah, so then everyone sleeps on crinkly blankets. And then, can we fast forward to the morning? Yes, please. Fast forward to the I, morning. I spent the whole night wishing I could fast forward to the morning. <laughs> The, the older two boys wake up. Everyone's, you know, <laughs> whatever. You They force you to get up. Uh, I'm laying next to Odie. I check him for breathing because he is just so still, so asleep. Never woke up. Never said anything. Um, it's like a kid falling asleep on an airport tarmac. Like, it is so loud. His yeah. brothers are so loud. Yeah. He's always the first to fall asleep. So... He's used to falling asleep and then there's like a dance competition two feet from his head or it's all he knows. Imagine that he doesn't know what like a quiet evening is. He's never had one. (laughs) So as I'm checking him and just uh, making sure he's okay, um, I realize that he is soaking wet, (laughs) which means that one, I'm pretty sure that first whiff of pee that I smelled was him Mm -hmm. and two all three of our fucking kids wet the bed camping when's the last time they've all three wet the bed before on the same night never i don't think they've ever done that i don't think they've ever done if if they why would they if they have it's been a it's been a while yeah and it was certainly 
in our home yeah. where we could handle it. Yep. So anyway, that was our trip. Oh, I want to add one thing that I heard overheard our neighbors say. <laughs> So I just pick up a snatch of conversation sort of floating along in the summer wind. and mm. it... These are other people at the campsite, yes. not our actual neighbors. No, no, just other. There's a big family that's like camping in the next lot. And I hear, um, oh, they're not really Indians. They're just called that because Columbus. And uh, I would like to point out there was not a child anywhere uh, to be seen mm-hmm. in that campsite. So maybe they were talking to the camp host. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there there you go. There, it was a learning moment. Um, we learned that no matter how old your children are, you must always demand that they wear diapers when you camp. Yeah. Um, never going to make that mistake again. I'm so sorry. You're 14. You will need to wear this diaper to bed. Um, and second of all, you can be a grown person and not know that Native Americans were called Indians by Christopher Columbus. I think, to me, the the craziest part about that isn't even that the first person didn't know that. It's the the grace and patience <laughs> the second person had. I'm trying to imagine if I'm talking to an adult in their 30s, right. and then they go, um, I, why are they even on reservation? They should be in India. They're Indians. Whatever. I can't imagine not being like, oh, wait, Stu, what? <laughs> but instead, instead, this person's like, hey, fun fact. You want to know something? It's actually several different distinct societies <laughs> that were indigenous to this land. And named by some asshole who didn't know what their deal was. Dude, if you, if you think that's crazy, hang on to your dick when I tell you about Iceland and Greenland. Now anyone listening who doesn't know the deal with Iceland and Greenland is going to be like, what the fuck? Oh, we just saved you some trouble. Google that shit. Oh, what are you, a camp host? What? Oh, ha <laughs> ha! We're not going to tell you. Just go Google it. I don't want to, I feel like, it, I'm insulting their intelligence by telling them about Iceland and Greenland. Okay. Everyone knows about Iceland and Greenland. Well, if you don't know, it's a delightful treat and you should just go look it up on Wikipedia or whatever. <sighs> Well, thank you for listening to this hour-long primal scream. <laughs> uh, I hope it was, <clears throat> I hope it was fun to listen to. It, as I was sitting here, and we're just we're going over just these horror adventures, and I remember thinking, like, I wonder why Amanda doesn't like to camp. And then <laughs> we're just like, there's bears, and people are peeing on each other, and hillbills giving you wrong directions. From the makers of peeing on other people and oh my God. living in dirt like a fucking sparrow. A comedy from the producers of getting screamed at by your wife in your sleep. <laughs> Camping. <laughs> well, uh, if you find yourself getting, uh, getting peed on, but... By not just one, but all three of your children. Or if you find yourself on an endless series of snipe hunts trying to find rivers that do not exist. Or if your husband packed all the food and forgot ketchup and hot dog buns and we never even talked about all that. In, def- in his defense, it, the, the list said hot dogs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time. Then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, you're you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.